Welcome to Zion Impact Ministries, the local assembly of the Kingdom Community of Believers. As you listen to this message, we pray that God establishes the governing influence of Christ Jesus in your life through fellowship and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So today, I'll be talking again about um, soul winning or divine guidance, and then we'll see what the Lord will do. Hallelujah. So let's read our first scripture. And then we start. Father, as we start our service this morning, please be with us. Take us through and bring us to a successful end. Speak to our hearts. Cause us to grow. Cause us to be established. And Father, most importantly, give us the courage to go out and to preach your word. Even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's read the book of Isaiah chapter 60, the verse number 1 and the verse number 2. Isaiah chapter 60, the verse number 1 and the verse number 2. Isaiah chapter 60, the verse number 1 and the verse number 2. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that arise, what? Shine. Shine. Now, if you pay attention, you realize that there is no end. Right? So it means that arising automatically translates into what? Shining. Shining. Are you with me so far? And it says that for your light has come. The reason why you are able to shine is not because you are a luminant body. It's not because you are a thousand watt bulb. It's not because you are LED. It's because the glory and the light of God has come upon you. So there is something in you that you need to reflect. Now, if you pay attention to the um, um, cosmic bodies around the earth, you realize that the Bible says, according to Genesis chapter 1, that there is a greater light and there is a smaller light. We know that the greater light is the sun and the smaller light is what the moon. But if you check in its sense, the scientific fact, you realize that the moon cannot give off light. Whatever the moon gives is because it has reflected the rays from the sun. And the Bible is saying that arise shine, not because you can shine on your own, but because you can reflect the light of God that is upon you. Someone say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Are with me this morning? Yes, sir. So the Bible says what? Arise, shine. And it says, for your light has come. And it says that the glory of God, it has risen upon you. Then the verse 2 says, now, after, after rising and shining, now the Bible says that, behold, look at something. Anywhere you see in the Bible that says, behold, you need to pause and then see. What is God saying that you should pay attention to? So God says that, behold, it says, darkness, it covers the earth. And it says that, deep darkness, some other version says, gross darkness the people there are two kinds of darkness that they are talking about in the systems of the world things are getting dark things are getting worse but then the worst part of it is that human beings are becoming more corrupt so he says i pay attention darkness is upon the earth but then gross darkness the people and it says that but the lord shall arise upon who you you as an individual in the midst of the darkness in the midst of the gross darkness that the people 
people are in. Yeah. The Bible says that God will arise upon you. Amen. Someone say hallelujah. Hallelujah. God will arise upon you. Amen. And the Bible says that and his glory shall be seen in you. Put yes, your hands so. together for this word. Amen. <laughs> hallelujah. Amen. So, in the last couple of days, we've been studying about evangelism. Beautifully, on Thursday, Reverend Della taught us how to go about evangelism. If you've not listened to it, the message is on Port Bean. Hallelujah. Now, it's talking about how to engage. One of the beautiful things he said is that when you go out for evangelism, someone can resist you. Were you all on the call? But he says that people and the heart of men cannot resist the intercession you say over their lives. Their hearts have no choice but to accept intercession. I had me so far. Mm. I had me so far. And then we got to understand last week where we spent some time looking at the kingdom perspective of what soul winning. Right? Now, one of the things that we saw is was in the book of Luke chapter 11, the verse number 23. Now, if you can open your Bibles with me to the book of Luke chapter 11, that was one of the summary. That was one of the last points that we looked at last week's Sunday. In the book of Luke chapter 11, the verse number 22, the Bible says that he who is not with me, that is Jesus speaking. If your Bible is correct, it will be in red. If it's in black also, give glory to God. Hallelujah. It says that he who is with me, he who is not with me is against me. And he who does not gather with me, the person scatters. It means that in this day and age, when we do not align with the words of God, with the mandate of God, with the instruction of God, and with the actions of God, we are automatically his enemies. Yes. The Bible puts it in a beautiful way. It says a friendship with the world is what? Enmity with God. Do you choose, would you in your right sense ever say that I'm an enemy of God? No. No one will say that. And especially if you are born in this part of Africa. No one will rise up one day and say that I'm an enemy of God. But Jesus is trying to understand, is trying to make us understand that without us saying, our actions communicate a message. And the message is that if you don't align with God, you are definitely in opposition with him. If you do not gather with him, you are definitely scattering what he is doing. Oh, are you with me this morning? I'm with you. I sure you are with me this morning. I'm with you, God. Someone say hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. Now, let's go back to Isaiah chapter 16. Now, you would realize, I don't know if you've paid attention, but it seems as if Christians are the ones that talk a lot when there is any kind of situation. Our natural disposition to darkness is that we complain. You understand what I'm saying? If there's a disaster here right now, disaster somewhere right now, who would you expect? People usually say the government. I saw a post that says that everything Nanado, everything Nanado. How many people have seen that before? Some fair girl be. I don't know whether she thinks she's uh, half cool, whatever. Everything Nanado. My head is aching me, Nanado. My waist is spinning me, Nanado. Have you seen that? Oh, do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, if you don't understand, forget it. If you don't understand, forget it. If you don't understand, forget it. But then for Christians, it seems like our natural disposition is to always complain. Meanwhile, Whilst we are complaining, God is also looking at us and saying, what, what are you saying? What are you saying? You see, it's, last, it's as if we are the people, it's like, it's like apart from, you know, gathering and saying that I will pray for you, which usually we don't do. Oh, do you understand what I'm saying? 
Let me go there. Let me go there this morning. Let me go there this morning. Let me go there. See, be wary of people that says that thing. I'll pray for you. As soon as they say I'll pray for you, they are forgotten about their problem. Do you know why? Because their problem is bigger than yours. <laughs> people that say I'll pray for you. Oh, forget it. Forget it. You, you don't have a personal prayer life. You don't have an alarm that wakes you up to pray concerning things that are bothering you. And you are telling a brother and a sister, oh, don't worry. Cast your burdens upon me. I will pray for you. They are the ones that lie the most. Say, mercy, Lord. Mercy, Lord. And I'm looking at a number of them here. Say, mercy, Lord. Mercy, Lord. All those that didn't say, mercy, Lord. They are the ones I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Those that say, I'll pray for you. And especially when it comes to relationship. Oh, I like you, sister. Oh, I like you, brother. Oh, let me pray about it. 17 years, you are still praying about it. Hey. <laughs> I should go there. Man of God, let me go there. Let me go there. The sister will say that, oh, give me time. I want to pray about it. Four months. Are you saying that you are still talking about it with God? Hey, it seems like this God you are praying to, he doesn't answer quickly. Eh? It seems like this God you are praying to. There is no service in where he is. This God that you are praying to, it seems like, I don't know, unless you flash him so that he calls you back. Hallelujah. No network. Hey, sister, I like you. Your face is round like buffaloes. I, I, I want us to, you know, oh, you know, my, my pastor says that things like this, they are deep things. I need to pray about it. I need to consult my shepherd. Still, five months down the line. Eh? Some people, they were looking at you by this year they've married you. But you are still seeking the Lord. <laughs> you are still seeking the face of the Lord. Someone say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. The sisters in the church, I'm looking at you. Amen. If you need to give someone an answer, pick your phone right now and say, hey, see, it will, it will, see, tell the person it will not do. Just tell the person it will not do. Just tell the person. If it will do too and you like, say I like. That's all. But in the world of darkness, Christians are the ones that just complain. Because we have taken a position, right, where it's like we are always observers. You see, let me give you an example. Look at the time that Jesus was being crucified. The people that were truly around Jesus, I know, I'm just using this as a symbol. The people that were truly around Jesus, the disciples, whether the 12, the 3, the 12,000, whatever, the 5,000, the 4,000, when Jesus needed help, when his cross fell upon him, it was not one of them that came to save him. That's what I'm saying. It was like they were just looking on. When Jesus was hanging on the tree, it was not the Christians around that came to pull him down. It was someone, Joseph of Arimathea. It seems as if we always take the position where a simple question, a simple hardship, we are backing away like, like, like Peter. That's the position that the church takes. If there is an earthquake right now, I heard this morning there was an earth tremor. I, I didn't feel it. You felt it? Okay. May the Lord keep you safe. Hallelujah. If there is an earthquake right now, the whatever... Um, um, spillage, dam spillage. It's like Christians are not the first. I like the initiative that um, CTFM took with Bernard Avle. You know, it was a powerful, bold choice. And Christians often do not take that stance. Do you understand what I'm saying? Often, we don't take that stance. We are like, oh, we are there. Like, even, check, check. During the COVID time when they said they are doing COVID donations, like, okay, yeah, they were, were expecting corporate this thing. We're expecting politicians. Okay, then one church will pass you. And one church pass you. Okay, then every other church. But like, we are always there. 
We are always there. That mindset, you see, it must change. That mindset. You see, you must have the mindset of a solutionist. A pastor yeah. has been saying this for a while. I don't know if you understand it, but the posture of just sitting back and watching, that posture must be taken out of our lives. Do you understand me so far? Yeah. And we must get to a time that we go for evangelism and someone will say that, I've not eaten. And just say, see, this is a card. This is a special kingdom card. Use this for any of the restaurants there. You will not give the person card because the person will go and buy. But anyways, you give the person a card and the person will be chopping for that particular way. You set a limit also. <laughs> you set a limit. <laughs> so the person doesn't buy, you know, but you set a limit. Then you say, Jale, just go, just eat. And then after you finish eating, you said you were hungry, right? Now let me preach to you. Oh, I don't know if you are getting me. You don't have just to wear. See, collect. This is uh, whatever. That's where we should be going. You must be going to evangelism well-resourced. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. But that posture where we are always just looking on is as if nothing concerns us. When it concerns us, we don't have solution. I curse that in our lives in the Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. Our natural disposition should not be to complain. The worst of it is when we begin to endure. People are saying, oh, and this, and this, and this. And there are Christians in the parliament. Most of them are quiet. Meanwhile, they don't like who? They are just quiet. They are just enduring. The Bible says that for your light has come. For your light has come. Amen. For your light has come. Amen. For your light has come. Amen. You see, what that means is that when the light of God comes upon you, when the glory of God comes upon you, it comes with what we call equipment. Now, when I say equipment, I'm not talking about trap um, tractors. No, I'm talking about the fact that you are well resourced. So, if it is any kind of solution, there is you are the one that you must we must come to. That is the case in the, in, in the days of Prophet Daniel, in the book of Daniel chapter whatever. Hallelujah. When the son of Nebuchadnezzar took over the throne, there was a hard situation at that point in time. The mother said to him, when your father sat on the throne, there was a man who had the spirit of the God. He says, I go to him, for he understands hard sentences. Can someone say that about you? Mm. Can someone say that about you? That you understand finance? That you understand marketing, that you understand engineering, that you understand business, that you understand politics. See, many of us, we shy away from politics. And I've realized, to a large extent, I've been studying for a while, corruption. Like, corruption. I, 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 previously, I thought Africans are corrupt. But I've realized that it's a natural human tendency. So far as there's blood in you, you are corrupt. You can say, mm, because you've not been tempted before. <laughs> Wait till you get $1 million. You realize that, hey, corruption is not from your family background. It's inside you. It's inside you. I, I, I was studying and I was realizing, see, in every phase of life, every phase of life, and sometimes, hey, you think about it and you realize that, hey, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. But you realize that because of corruption, I know what I'm saying. But the Bible says that for your light has come. It's the spirit of the gods. I'm using that phrase. We don't have the spirit of the gods anymore. We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. The Bible says that your light has come. See, Amen. my light has come. 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 I don't know what you are waiting for, but I'm saying that your light has come. I, I don't know what you are waiting for. Maybe you are expecting me to say yesterday. Um, in my 
in my when when I was getting sad that people were not showing up, I said we'll have a car service today. <laughs> because when we we're ready to go, like there was no car for us to pack our things. So receive your car in the name of Jesus. Receive your car in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Receive your car in the name of Jesus. Amen. For some of you, receive your bus. Some Amen. of you receive your trucks. Hallelujah. Receive your containers. My, my mother posted a, a, a container that was new evangelism at the back. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, if that is what you are expecting that I will see, you have said it. Hallelujah. Now, I'm saying that the most important thing, your light has come. Yeah. You see, you didn't say, you were not as excited. <laughs> you were not as excited. I say your light has come. Amen. Your light has come. Amen. You see, and in in, in, in that light, the Bible says that the glory is also there. You see, the glory is also there. Now, let, let, let's just take our time and just read something briefly before we continue. Let's take our time and read something. Now, there is darkness all around us. I've already said this. And the question I want to ask you is that what are you doing about it? There are people in your school that are suffering. Or haven't you seen people that are suffering before? There are people on the street, people in your neighborhood that are suffering. Do you have the disposition of just saying, hmm, Father, have mercy upon them. In fact, some of us, we don't even say have, have mercy. We don't even pray and say, Father, have mercy. We just look on it. We are sad. And then that's all. It ends there. Because when we look at the person suffering, say that, ah, like I wish I can help you. Then you look at yourself and realize that MTN just sent you a message. Okay, those that, those that don't understand it, they've never borrowed before. They've never borrowed before. MTN just sent you a message. You check your ECG power up, and by the time you realize your electricity bill has doubled, you don't even know what you did. And they are thinking, ah, should I give this 50 Ghana CD out? That weak mentality must change. We must be the ones that are giving solutions. I don't know if you are getting me. But that is where we are going to. Yes, I'm talking sir. about soul winning. But you see, the last time I said that in the kingdom, you talk about what? You demonstrate the kingdom by its power and by its what? So, when someone asks you, this God that you are saying, I should leave whatever I'm worshipping and come and follow. What has this God done for you? Hmm. What has this God done for you? Can you show me something in your life that God has done for you? I don't know if you are getting me. Yes, sir. I don't know if you are getting me. Can you show me in your entire existence when you gave your life to Christ, the things that you said were issues, the things that you said no one can do except God can do, when you submitted your life to God, has there been, has there been a change? Or the same things that you were struggling with is the same thing that you have now. Now, I'm not saying that when you come to Christ Jesus, it means it's an automatic whatever. But you must have an evidence. You see, when you don't have an evidence, and the evidence I'm talking about is not a physical evidence. Because if it was a physical evidence, then Paul would have been a poor evangelist. Are you with me? I mean, it's not a physical um, evidence I'm talking about. But the Bible makes us understand that even in the prison, he says, I do not be ashamed of my chains. Even with his chains, there was something in his life that was telling people that God is in fact with this person. What is in your life that would scream out the glory of the kingdom? What's in your life? The light of God has come upon you. 
the glory of God has come upon you. What is in your life? Are you waiting to get a car before you say that, okay, God has been good? Are you waiting to get married before you say that God has been good? Are you waiting to go to Canada before you say that God has been good? So if God doesn't do any of those things, are you saying that your relationship with God is not important? Has not yielded any fruit? I don't know if you are getting me. What is it that you have? You see, the Bible says in the book of Acts, at one point in time, the people, after Jesus had left them, they went to the synagogue to go and pray. They saw a man who was crippled. The Bible says that the man requested for silver and gold. The Bible says that they said to him, silver, gold, I have none. But, what is the but that you have? So for you, it is marriage. For you, it is a car. For you, it is a house. If I take all away, what else do you have? The light of God that is coming upon you, for you to go out there and evangelize, what is the that the glory of God is really if I take away car if I take away red and ring if I take away scholarship if I take away admission letter what else do you have so that silver and gold I have not he says but what I have what do you have it's a rhetorical question you know you tell me that very one and very two what do you have what do you have Angela, what do you have? Gasu, what do you have? No, what do you have? It's a serious question. What do you have? What do you have? I said the light of God has come upon you. You said amen. And I said, okay, so what do you have? What do you have? If you go and stand in front of someone and say, my brother, in the name of Jesus, leave what you are following. Leave the demons that you are following. Leave the idols that you are following. The blood sacrifice, the people that are convincing you to come to Illuminati, leave them and come and follow my God. And he asks you, what do you have? What would you show? I go and say ring. Oh, but he says, ah, but me, I don't even need to bind myself with one woman. I have several. So that, oh, car. Oh, I just sold three cars yesterday. Someone cries. So is it car? You think this gospel is about car? You think this gospel is about ring? You think this gospel is about what? House? You think it's about going to a fancy hotel? What do you have? And Peter said to him, such as I have, I give to you. There is something of value that is not tangible. And that is what you must be pressing in on. And that is why I said that your light has come. Arise. Shine. It's not a car. It's not a car. It's not a car. It's not sheep. Nine feet. It's not nine shoe. Let's say when Reverend Sami finish, his, his shoe, oh, I think, I think you should, you should I, I ask them to physically take a picture. Um, um, Aram, you have the picture, right? Uh-huh. After service, send it on to the group. It, it's not about, it was a timber leg, right? Timberland or timber lake? Okay, it was Tim's. Uh-huh. It was Tim's. Right? He, 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 when, when the anointing, you see, when, when, when he started preaching, he was standing there like this. He was standing there and preaching and preaching. And the anointing took over. Then he went into the mud. And he was doing like this. He was doing like this. And he was just stepping in the mud like that. When the anointing left him, he had to now, like, he, he couldn't control. He was just running up and down. I said, all right, all right. The anointing is still on him. He, he has to come now first. When the anointing took over, it wasn't about his things. It wasn't about it. He didn't realize that he was in mud. He didn't realize. 
because he was there is something that you must have there, it's not Tim's it's not Gucci what do you have someone say my light has come See, I want you to pay attention to what I'm saying. Someone say, my light has come. My light has come. When you go out and you're about to evangelize, know that your light has come. And it's not because it's your light, but because you are reflecting a glory. So whatever the person has that is a need, you can reflect and give that person. When I say you are a solution, when God says, when apostle says you are a solution, when someone comes to you and says, I say, I want bread, you just reflect the light and give the person bread. You might not have money, but you can do something about it. Someone says that, oh, I am scholarship. You've not gone to school. I know that you want to go to school, but you can look at someone and bless the person with an opportunity. That is what I'm saying. Your light has what? Come. So arise. 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 See, you have something. That is what I'm trying to tell you today. You have something. I know I was asking you what do you have, but I'm telling you the answer to that. You will have something. Mommy, you have something. You have something. You have something. You have something. You go to the workplace. You will have something to give. Such as I have. If you have no knowledge of what you have, then you join the complainer squad. You are the ones that are observing, and you are the ones that are always worried. The people that are in action, they are not worried. So that silver and gold, I don't. Many of us end there, and that is our life. Oh, one million, me nibi. Two million, me nibi. Oh, pay, 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 me nibi. But such as I have. Someone say, such as I have. Such as I have. Such as I have. Such as I have. Oh, are you with me this morning? Yes, sir. Oh, are you sure? I don't yes, know if you're understanding me. You are following correctly. I don't know if you're with me. So, I want you to understand one more thing. When you are saying that, Father, give me anointing. Father, give me grace. When you are lifting up your voice and you are praying several hours, I want you to have that in mind that you are becoming light to the people around you. Don't just say that I want the gift of the prophecy, the gift of the prophetic, so that, like, okay, me too, I'm one of them. I don't know if you are getting me. I don't know if you are getting me. Don't just ask for, Father, give me financial breakthrough so that you'll be one of them. Are you with me so far? There, there is a problem with, I know that we, we must look for, you know, I don't even like that word, the word financial freedom. I don't like that phrase. I don't like that phrase. But I mean, oh, no, in fact, the one I don't really like is uh, financial independence. I, I really don't like that word. I don't know why. But maybe it's for another day. But the, 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 the mindset and the goal of people now, when they are trying to get some kind of financial, let me use the word, advantage, is so that they would also buy a Range Rover. I, was, I decided to spend some time and study people who say they are into day trading. Right? Day trading. You know, forex trading. They will buy some currency, change it when it is down, whatever, so that they make some quick, quick cash, you know. Or they will invest in bitcoins when it's about to, then they withdraw their money, you know. Do you understand what I'm saying? And you ask, so far from my research, if you ask 90% of them, ah, okay, so you also want to make quick cash. You want to make money. 
from day trading. You want to, you, you keep saying the same thing. I don't want, I want to be my own boss. One, I don't want to work nine to five. Two, I want to be able to travel anytime I want because that's what money gives you. Then I said, okay, so what's the essence? What, what was the proof that you've gotten this? He said, so I also buy a Range Rover. 90%. If you like, go and do your research. 90% of people in Ghana, and I believe some part of Africa, all they want to do by hitting big, all the people that say they are influencers and they want to train and meet big, ask them what they want. Range Rover. Range Rover. I, I'm yet to hear someone who says that, oh, I want to change. I've seen some people here. I've seen some students here. I'm yet to hear that. I'm yet to hear that. Many people are just looking for something. And you see, that mindset is wrong. Nonetheless, nonetheless, when you put that aside, there is a reason why you must pray to God to be financially advantaged. I mean, there is something that you must have. Without the influence and the wealth of Joseph of Arimathea, the light upon him at that point in time was supposed to move things in the political system. And he needed money for that. I read me. Otherwise, he would have just been like Peter and John. And they are just running away. That will not be your story. Amen. That will not be your story. Never. Oh, are you with me? Are you with me? So there is a value in praying that you have certain kinds of influence certain kinds of material gain. But it's not so that you buy a Range Rover. If, if that is your aim, may God... I, want, I wish I can say, may God not answer you. I've not said it too. I said, I wish I can say it. I wish I can say it. If your goal is also to try saving in your car, may the Lord forgive you. Oh, are you with me so far? So you must be praying that in the, in the coming of the light of God upon you, you see, there are certain things that you must expand in. The first thing is that you must expand in with your spiritual growth, in your spiritual stature. That when you encounter any particular situation, you can tap into the mind of God. I don't want to get the prophetic so that I also say, okay, my, my title has changed. Prophet, Bishop, Daniel, Mr. Oluwa Daniel Butri. It shouldn't be so that I'm part of them. Like, like someone said um, concerning Saul, when Saul was, they said, is Saul now part of the prophet? What was the benefit of the prophetic grace upon Saul's life? What was the benefit? Apart from the fact that he was a sign for that period, there was no value. Oh, I'm telling the truth, there was no value. Maybe I've not seen the value yet, but I don't think there was value. Saul was counted as part of the prophet. You want to be counted among the millionaires. You want to be counted among the apostles. You want to be counted among the bishops. What's the value? What's the value? Is it so that you also travel some? You sit in jets and then you take a picture looking over the clouds. Is, is, that, is that your aim? Oh, may the Lord have mercy upon you. May the Lord have mercy upon you. May the Lord have mercy upon you. You see, let me tell you one thing. Let me tell you one thing. Since I'm talking about this, the real guys that have money, right, you don't know them. Let me tell you the truth. The real guys that have money, let me just say the world. 
right? So that you, you don't know them. The people that we know, they are the distraction. Are with me? They are the people that are like, they are just supposed to focus our attention on them, right? But even the people that we know, there are several classes. Are with me? The kind, if you see someone being so flamboyant with the kind of money they have, truly, 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 they are not that deep. True, truly, 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 they are not that deep. Someone will say that, oh, what am I saying? What am I saying? Let me tell you, when we talk about the light of God coming, and that is the position of the people in the Illuminati, who are also talking about light. You see, the people on social media that flaunt, oh, join the Illuminati and you get a car, you realize that they just entered. <laughs> and you understand what I'm saying? I don't know if you are getting me. I don't know if you are getting me. I don't know if I, like they just entered. So they are excited about what they've gotten. Right? The people at the top, they keep quiet. You see, let me tell you what I mean by people at the top. I'm talking, if you check the book of Esther, right? Last week we read it. We didn't get to the part of, um, is it um, Mordecai's enemy? What's his name? Haman. Now, look at what the Bible says. The Bible says that Haman, right, got angry with Mordecai, correct? And the Bible says that then he decided not to just punish Mordecai, but to punish his entire tribe. Right now, how did he go about it? You see, many of us just look at the fact that he just went to raise a gallow, right, so that you hang body car upon it, and then he lifted up a writing so that all the Jews would be killed on a particular day. But we forget one part of it the reason why he was able to do that. He says, that, Let me pay into the king's coffers. Have you heard that part before? Man, I go look for that scripture for me. Let me pay this amount of money into the king's coffers so that I would have the right to attack Mordecai. Are you getting me? You maybe you think I have a Bible printing press in my house, so let's read it. Man, I'm gonna read it. I think chapter four or so. Which chapter is it? I think chapter three. Chapter three. Mm -hmm. Esther three verse nine. Esther three verse nine. Mm -hmm. If it pleases the king. If it pleases the king, who is talking? Haman. Haman is speaking. Yeah. He says that if it pleases the king, mm -hmm. let a decree be written. Let a decree be written. We all know this part. And this part is in our mind from Sunday school. Let a decree be written. Mm -hmm. That they be destroyed. That the Jews be destroyed. Mm -hmm. And I will pay 10,000 talents of silver. I will pay 10,000 what? Talents of silver. Talents of silver into what? Into the hands of those who do the work. Into the hands of those that do the work. And what else? To bring it into the king's treasury. To bring it into the king's treasury. Many people forget that. You see, when I say your light has come, and that you must be financially advantaged, that's what I'm talking about. That you can go into a country, and then you will pay into the government, the federal bank of that particular this thing, and say, hey, this LGBT thing, stop it, it's nonsense. Stop, 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 stop that nonsense. Yesterday, last week, the man of God was streaming on TikTok, and I said one or two things about LGBT, and they blocked this account. See, then at this point in time, then someone will pay into the account of TikTok.
talk. And say, say, stop that nonsense. Stop that nonsense. I get one thing. Yeah. I don't know if you are with me. Yeah, I don't with think you. you are with me in the church. I don't yeah, think you are with me. Are you with me? Yes, sir. The people that are the real this thing, that's all they do. They pay into accounts so that things are changed for them. They, are not, they don't come on social media to talk about the jet that they are driving. I will lift up a slender glass and say they are chilling. They are not balling. No, those guys are not balling. Those guys are not balling. Those guys are not balling. Those are the kinds of people that they go into a country. Then they say that, oh, you guys are mining gold. You guys are mining silver. Then they buy all of it. They will not put their name on it. They will not put their name because they are the ones that really have. But our, even, even for us Christians, our ambition is shallow. The, the small, small boys that just get the one, in fact, forget, they, some of them, they don't even get one million. All they just get is $300,000 Mercedes Benz, $400,000 BMW. Ah, then that's what we are looking for. Oh Lord, up to now, are you aware? That's our prayer. May the Lord have mercy upon us. Amen. Oh. May the Lord have mercy upon us. Amen. I am praying that you get into a particular arena. Whether it's in the corporate world, whether it's in the financial world, whether it's in the political world, and you say, such as I have. Such as I have. That is the easiest way of doing evangelism. Easiest way. And I'm not saying that, see, going to do evangelism and you are struggling, is not powerful. I'm saying it's powerful. But then I'm praying that you get into a different kind of dimension. I don't know if you are with me. A different kind of dimension. You see, the Hindus are doing it. The Muslims are doing it. Do you know that there's a big national mosque on the Kalkudi Road? Do you think the government of Ghana put any money in there to build it? Who sponsored it? Take you. That's what I'm saying. They just came. Say, I'll build you a mosque. What, what, what is that symbol? The last time I was driving with my daughter, the first time she saw it, hey, daddy, look at this big church. That's the first thing she said. Because in her mind, if it's a place for prayer, it's a church. I said, okay, this is not a church. It's a place for, for the other guys. I had to do some schooling. But it's a symbol. And, and I don't support or I'm not against the National Cathedral. That's what I'm saying. But my point is that we don't have a symbol that will stand on and say, that's okay, this is a symbol. And then someone will ask, what is this? So that the whole of this country, we pray here. You don't have that. And all we need is for one person to just say that, see, I'll build this. The government, take your hands off it. You guys, you are wish this. These people, take your hands off it. I'll just build it. That's what we need. That's what we need. Are you with me? But we are always... No, like I started, you are worried. Hey, 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 hey. So Akufaro has spent this. Hey, and the blocks have not come out of the ground. Hey, hey. That's what we are saying. That's what we are doing. When Apostle comes and says, right now, see, we've seen some powerful land on the Ebrig Road, one million dollars. And then all, all the church will go. Then I saw what I was saying. We just breathe. And then some, some, the people that are spiritual say, Katolia, but it's not a sign of faith. It's a prayer against their doubts. That is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm talking about your light has come. Someone say, my light has come. My, my light has come. You see, and that is why I'm saying that in the, in the job world, in the school, 
when they are saying we are looking for people that are shining, it should be you. It should be you. It should be you. You must stand up and say, such as I have. Such as I have. Such as I have. And the question is, what do you have? What do you have? Money you don't have. Connections you don't have. Because you, it was only church, school, church, school, house. So you don't have the network. You don't have. I know you don't have. Academics, business. You said that you were praying a lot. You were studying. So, okay, you are okay, whatever. So you don't have. I know what I'm saying. Then, okay, football skills, physical skills. You, were, you didn't do PE. You didn't do gymming. You don't have muscles. You don't have whatever. And then the one that you can't swim <laughs> when they are baptizing you is a trouble for the pastors. Now the one that you have, which is the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, that one too, you don't read. <laughs> Say mercy, Lord. No, do you see where I'm coming from? Say mercy, Lord. Say mercy. The one that you can spend your time and just read, pray, Commune with God. So that when you stand somewhere, you say, such as I have. See, I don't have connections. Maybe my brain died, but the Spirit of God inside me is alive. That one too. So, so, so what, what should God do for you? No, no, I, I want to ask you again. I, I want to ask you, what should God do for you? I'm, I'm not talking to you personally. Yes. <laughs> what, should God, what should God do for you? What, what should God do for you? What should God do for you? You think it's only the loudness of your prayer. What should God do for you? Mommy, what should God do for you? Mommy, what, man, man, man of God, what should God do for you? I, I with me. Connections, you know. When I say that, oh, do you know someone who knows someone who knows someone that can give me a call to Dangote? You don't have. You don't know whether he uses glue or it is a lot. You don't know. You know. You don't know. I mean, there's one thing that you can build. There's one thing that you can build to be a good reflector of the light of God. That one, I'm not going to say it's easy to build, but that one comes at relatively low cost to you. I would mean, you can be a good what? Reflector of the light of God. That in your class, in your workplace, in your whatever, someone should come to you and say that, see, I have a problem. I have a problem. And then you can say that, see, such as I have, and give the person light. I don't know if you understand me. I understand. I don't if you understand. This is not what I've written down to talk about, Mom, but I want to dwell here. That we must, we, must, we must escape. Whatever that you do, whatever that you have heard from me today, make it a point that I will escape that kind of victim mindset. Victim. Oh, me, dear, I'm just there. Oh, you don't know. You don't know the kind of demons in my family background. Oh, you don't know. Even this man of God tried. Come and see what they did to him. Victim mindset. 
victim mindset. So you are just waiting for any and everything to happen to you. Oh, it's not that me, my this thing. Oh, it's not that this my health. Oh, it's not that this my the the, the guys. Oh, it's not that this my money. Oh, victim mindset. It says that arise, shine, arise, shine, arise, shine. That is how we take over. That is how we what take over. That is how. If you check online, see, we said we are doing street evangelism. Go online and check the people that we said God has left in the Americas and in the, U- in the Europe's. They are people that are heavily anointed. When you see them, they are covered in tattoos. Covered in tattoos. And then they go boldly into Halloween conventions. And they say that, me too, I'm representing the spirits. And they say that, ah! The spirit told me that your waist, there is a particular pain for the te- past 10 years. Check, it's gone. Then they say, wow, what kind of magic is that? And then they are preaching the gospel. I, I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. Arise, shine. The kind of prosperity gospel that we are preaching, I'm saying forget about it being Range Rover. It's not Range Rover prosperity. That should not be your goal. Praying 12 hours. 13 hours, 15 hours. The fact that your voice changes means nothing if you are not affecting another person's life. If those people, you meet them in church, you think that they were first timers, their mothers and their grandmothers dragged them to church and then you see them pick the mic and then they are doing healing and you are saying, what kind of demon is this? If you, if, no, check. That's what I asked the man of God about two or three years ago. Don't we see people who pray in the Nigerian, let me just use the Nigerian churches, and they make powerful gospel songs. Gospel songs that when you listen, you can feel a tangibility of the presence of God. How is it that we all, people say that, oh, these groups in the Americas, in the Europe, they are corrupted. Yet, any song they make, I really realize number one hit. I don't know if you guess what I'm saying. Do you know how long it took for certain churches to start singing Sinatra's song? It was more like three or four, five years. Meanwhile, they would do when the ocean, a Ghana song, next Sunday, we are singing. God bless you, next Sunday, we are singing it. Um, what are the songs that you listen to? I'm no longer, next Sunday, we are singing. What, I ask them, what, what is it? Is it that they are more anointed? You cannot say that they are more anointed. You cannot say they are more anointed. You, you cannot say no, I, 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 I don't want to believe that. Maybe I'm wrong. But you cannot see. You cannot see. But they are making impact. They are making impact. And our simple job, talk to someone. We've prayed. We've been anointed. If apostle comes here right now and picks up the bottle and says, that, who wants to be anointed with great fire? You see, brag, 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 brag. The ushers will even put their cloth down and they will see, they will kneel down. Then now when it is time for us to go into the marketplace, someone calls you. I remember one time, a few years ago, um, probably six or five years ago, for some strange reason, at that time, I used to put off my phone in the night. For some strange reason, I, I kept it on. I, I don't know if it was you. I think it was you, if not you or someone else. Then I got a call like at 4 or so a.m. That's one of one of the students on campus. I think it was you, right? Was having some demonic attack. 
Someone else called me. Then I asked, where is Ruel? Someone else called me. I said, where is Ruel? I said, I'm in my house sleeping at 4.30. All the students on campus, all the impartation service that we do, all the executives. I said, see, look for Ruel. I don't know if it was you. I think it was you. Eh? It was you because at the time you were the KCF president. Eh? And I yes, I said, so I told him. I said, see, just look for a war. I've prayed. Ruel should lay hands. <laughs> Ruel should lay hands and cast out the demon. At 4 a.m., even if I was want to come to campus, I can't drive. I need to wait for the bus at 8.30. If the demon was supposed to do something, the demon... I said, look for the case. Like, I don't know if you if get what I'm saying. I don't know if I get what I'm saying. So you go to the house, and then there's something, and then you're looking for apostle's number. Why don't you call yourself? And then you say, such as I have. Such as I have. Such as I have. I'm talking about sowing, and I know. But I'm saying that your gospel is meaningless. If you yourself, you don't even believe in the things you are, t- you have t- you are talking about. It's meaningless. It's meaningless. It's meaningless. Because when you encounter anyone, the, the easiest person you can then prophesy and evangelize to is someone who already knows the church language. That's it. No, I, I don't know if you understand. So if someone say, okay, give your life to Christ. If someone asks you, someone from the village, someone who just dropped an idol and comes to tell, what does it mean to give my life to Christ? You cannot explain. Look at that response that Jesus gave in John chapter 3. Should I enter into my mother's womb again? This one comes and tells you, ah, wait, oh, you said I should give my life to Christ. I started studying Christ Jesus. I started studying, and I noticed something about the God of the Old Testament. And he was just giving commands to people. Are you saying that this is your God? He's a loving God. What about this? What about this? What about this? Can you give an answer? Meaningless. Arise. Shine. Arise, shine. I remember the first time I had an apologetic question. At the time, I'd gone out with some seniors of mine. When I went to SHS1, I fooled. <laughs> it's a testimony to the glory of God, amen? Because when I was in JHS and everything, oh, people used to say that I was a dog guy, I was slow, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then by the grace of God, at that time I didn't see it was the grace of God back then. And I went to St. Thomas Aquinas. It was a school of rowdy believers. <laughs> let me just leave it as that. We'll go to SU, then they'll be saying that the first year is the call of us, pray. Thank God that you're in this school. Then I'll look at the person pray. What kind of prayer is that? I think you need to go and pray more. Me, I didn't want to be here. It was a mistake that I'm here. I should thank God that I'm here. I was always angry. And then I met some people. Said, so oh, yeah, too, whatever, 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 whatever. So I said, okay, let me explore. And then and I started leaving school against time. In the whole school. You know that? I don't know if you know, but after now, I have a nickname called Debut. Everybody thought in school that I was called Dennis Boating. <laughs> and I was in the agri class. <laughs> Everywhere you see me, outside of campus at the time, I had more than three exits. Then it's what thing, science three. 
and I'll be legal. And I told myself that I'm not going to do that fiero thing. When people in my class want to run away, then we're going to pass with there's some big water in our school. Start so no, I have some dignity. When I'm going out of school boldly through the front gates, <laughs> if you like, call me. <laughs> so I, I fooled in my first year. In my second year, the Lord showed mercy upon me. And I said, I want to turn my life around. I don't even know what happened. But I was checking, and I think I had someone who had written the wasi in the second year. Then I said, ah, can I write the wasi in the second year? Whatever. Anyways. But then, by the grace of God, when I started deciding to pay attention to what God was doing, then I started to then live a particular life. Are with me? So I was just studying... Then that's when I started doing some Bible quiz in church. So I have the Bible here. That's, that's how come I got to understand how I work with God. That if I want to do well academically, I must give up something to God. Like, it was a, that's when I discovered that, oh, that's me. Are you with me? What was I been talking about before I came to Aquinas? Do you remember? My first word? Aha, uh-huh, apologetic, yes. So it was that time. So I joined a group of people. And then we were studying. They were all Muslims, right? And then someone came. It was the first time or the second time I was there. So they realized that I was not a Muslim. I mean, I was not the only Muslim, but I was the youngest because they were all from threes or whatever. So they asked me, so do you, do you, do you, do you say you're a Christian? Eh? Uh, okay, that's fine. Okay. I want to ask you a question. Is, is, is God an adulterer? <laughs> That was the first question they asked me. I said, what do you mean by that? Okay, 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 wait, wait. Mary was going to marry Jesus. And by the time he realized, an angel came. Mary was going to marry Joseph. Joseph was going to marry Mary, right? And the Bible says that an angel came. And it says that the spirit of God will hover upon you. And you shall be with child. Why did God go and sleep with Joseph's wife? That's the first question you asked me. I said, this is not quadratic equation. <laughs> that was the first time I heard it. Then he asked me another one. Concerning Abraham and Sarah. Then they moved to another one. Concerning the sons of Levi and the sons of Jacob. And they asked me another one. At that point, I didn't have an answer for them. I didn't have an answer. And I can bet you, many Christians... If you meet someone like that, you know you have an answer. Or you will not have an answer. You will not have an answer. So when you see such as I have, have you built yourself in the word? Do you even understand when you pick the Bible? Right? If you pick the Bible, the last time Apostle said, when you read Proverbs 31, we always talk about the Proverbs 31 woman. When you pick the Bible, do you understand that there are different people that the Bible is talking about? When you start reading Psalm 91, he that dwells in the... No. What's Psalm 91? Yeah, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. Do you realize that the person speaking changes? Do you realize it? That he's talking a personal. By the time I realize, he's talking about that person. By the time I realize, then God is the one speaking. So I will bless him with long life. Do you, do, you, do you realize it? No, I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. But do we just read it? So when you meet someone, you see, and that when we say that we are afraid to evangelize, we are not afraid. We are af- we are we are ill equipped. We are ill equipped. So, so so we don't want to make 
uh, 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 whatever of ourselves. We are ill-equipped. We are not. We are not afraid. We are unprepared. God forbid that on the first day that we're doing evangelism out there, then someone will come with a red this thing, and then with rafts, and then with chalk all over the body, and then will come and then say, ah. I see in the spirit that your name is Sylvia. Will you shake the person? No, I'm asking you, will you shake the person? I get what I'm saying. I can't say. Arise. Someone say, arise. Shine. Arise. Shine. It says, for your light. The light is yours. You are not the one producing it, but you are the one reflecting it. So make sure that you are a clean surface. Make sure that you are a clean surface. Make sure that your reflective ability is 100%. Make it 100%. 100%. When you enter into a place, you don't care about title. I shouldn't care about title. If you are in a room with someone negotiating for a million dollar deal, you shouldn't say, oh. You see, when you miss it, then you say, oh, God is trying to humble me. You see, he says, you have a reason for everything. You apply for a job, you didn't get it. Oh, God is trying to teach me humility. You understand what I'm saying? Let me, let me move away. Let me move away. Yeah, the delay is not denial. Hush. Say, mercy, Lord. Say, mercy, Lord. Say, mercy, Lord. Arise, shine. I don't know if I can continue. I, I have scriptures from Jonah, Matthew. I wanted to even end with Second Timothy. But let's rise up. Let's rise up. Let's rise up. Month of divine guidance and soul winning. I want you to pray for yourself and say, such as I have. And if you know that you have any giftings, any grace of God upon you, ask God to build it to the point that you cannot be denied. Are yes, you with me? Are you with me in the church? Are you with me? And in all areas, you see, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be those that, oh, when it's... When it comes to, okay, when we meet, we're believers then you can see that I'm anointed. I don't know if you are getting me. We, we only feel anointed when we are in our own circle. But you, then your light is useless. Your, your light is useless. Your light is useless. The places we should start targeting. We should be going to the clubs. We should, in fact, maybe we should start. On Friday nights, we will not come to church again. We just go to the, the, the club. With our dark shades, like a suffer Sami, and we are preaching the word of God there. And then when they ask us, what, what, what do you mean? They ask, who's the owner of this place? Say, I want to buy this building. You don't stop them from having the club, but you make sure that they, you preach to them there. They'll be slain in the spirit. They'll see whether it is alcohol or the Holy Spirit. You buy them. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying, but I'm saying that, see, we must move from the realm of just complaining. We must be solutionists. We must be solutionists. And you start in your quarters. In the, in the very place that you are. 
in the very place that you are? Are you in the workplace? What can you do by the Spirit of God inside of you to make where you are better? In the family that you are in, I know you have authentic men of God that have said that, hey, your family is full of curses. Your, father, your grandfather did this. Your grandmother did this. Can you start with that? And then say, I'm removing this trait. I will fast three days and God must answer me. Will you say that? Oh, no. You see, we take the pressure. Oh, hey, they said I'm cares, though. They said I'm cares, though. They said my family is cares, though. And that's where we are. Oh, so man of God, man of God, I want to call you to come to my house. Man of God, ah, ah, I want you to come and break bottle in my house. I want you to rise up. Buy bottles. Pray over them. And say, Father, such as I have, such as I have. If God has given me liberty, then I proclaim liberty over my family. If God has given me healing, then I proclaim healing over my family. If God has given me abundance, for you said you will show me the path of life, then I give the path of life. Oh, are you with me? Are you with me? Are you ready to pray? Are you ready to pray? To reflect the kingdom, there are two things you need. What do you need? The power and what? The glory. The power and what? The glory of God. The glory. And today I pray that God will invest in you heavily the power of the kingdom. Yes, Lord. And God will transform your life and make you reflect the glory of his kingdom. In the name of Jesus. May you be a clean and a shiny surface. Yes, Lord. When the light of God hits you, may it be solution to the people in around you. In the name of Jesus. When the light of God hits you, may it be healing to the people around you. Yes, Lord. When the light of God hits you, may you be the one that provides solution to hard sentences. In the name of Jesus. May you be the one that breaks the pattern of demonic strongholds in your background. In the area in which you live, may the light of God be reflected through you fully that they will realize that, ah, there is a man of God and a woman of God. Not because you carry a title, mm. but because such as I have, you have built yourself in the word of God and the yes. power of God. Yes. Someone say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you ready to pray? Yes, sir. Are you ready to pray? We, we, this is a, a month of soul winning. Soul winning. And I'm saying that, see, forget all your excuse. Forget all your excuse. You have something. And what I'm saying that you have is the light of God. I have the light of God. So build yourself in the light of God. Build yourself in the light of God. Build yourself in the knowledge of God. Build yourself in your relationship with God. Build yourself so that when you stand somewhere, you will not feel unprepared, ill-prepared, but you'll be ready to communicate truths, ready to communicate liberty to the people around you. It's no longer going to be, oh, oh, I want to invite you to church. When you come to church, God will do. Say that, no, I will do this for you by the grace of God upon my life. Like Joseph of Arimathea. You go and demand that Jesus be brought down because you've made provision for him. Lift up your voice and begin to pray in the language of the Spirit right now. Rekanda kamanda Thank you for listening. If you were blessed by this message, share it with someone so they can be blessed too. We look forward to fellowshipping with you next time at Zion Impact Ministries.